Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 232, Beat the Holiday Blues. Dance in the light, let go of the darkness. Holiday stress, anxiety, and depression, a recipe for no fun at all. A time when it is easy to get gobsmacked by personal trauma, familial drama, ugly winter sweater gatherings, incorrect grammar, and other inanities. I know this personal bit of borrowed stardust can easily get caught in the crossfire of social obligados and gift-giving perturbations. For many, family tensions from unhealed or denied wounds, travel and scheduling challenges, as well as financial issues rising to the forefront with lots of extra spending, carry their own unique stresses. Recently, in a strip mall nestled between big lots and pinch a penny, was a sign that said, If you lose a sock in the dryer, it will come back as a Tupperware lid that doesn't fit any container. That's an apt metaphor for how many feel about this time of year. All the seasonal traditions, Diwali, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Solstice, and Christmas, aim to be uplifting with the return of light and goodness. So why do we sometimes fall short? Besides the obvious dragging down by daily disasters and worldwide violence headlines, There is our own personal memory bank of past challenges of loneliness, anxiety, or depression, made worse by the apparent need and pressure for the collective everyone to be festive and happy. The question arises, is there still time to live a life larger than the one my small self imagined? Like a Sufi dancer, perhaps I need to transform any spinning around to a stable orbit around a calm and fixed center one foot and hand firmly, calmly grounded, even as the other hand reaches and stretches to the unknown. I love these words from Father Richard Rohr, who I've had the pleasure of knowing for more than 35 years. Quote, An incarnational worldview is one in which matter and spirit are understood to have never been separate. Matter and spirit reveal and manifest each other. This view relies more on awakening than joining, more on seeing than obeying, more on growth in consciousness and love than on clergy, experts, morality, scriptures, or prescribed rituals. Close quote. How might matter and spirit navigate the winter storms of holiday rah-rah? Think wham, wonder, humor, awe, and mystery. How might I relax into one of these in this very moment? I do indeed view these as portals to living closer to my own goodness. If my mission in part while on this journey is to help mend a broken world, cultivating within wonder, humor, awe, and mystery seems a good start. When I'm in touch with these qualities, it's easy to have acts of loving kindness flow out. The Pali word is metta. The Hebrew word is chesed. The Muslim term is rama, an offering from the heart. It is delivered even when not comfortable, convenient, or celebratory. And it starts with such positive actions directed towards ourselves. A good exercise is to articulate three things you love about yourself and write them down. Then stand in front of a mirror and read them aloud with much gusto. Optimism and positivity are choices, so I like to focus on what is going well with a certain amount of what I am looking forward to. Choose savoring what is in front of me rather than the FOMO that others are having way more fun. 
Give a gift of a unique creative experience rather than more consumer crazy. These simple techniques make it easier to navigate overwhelming schedules, the push and pull of where and with whom to spend the special days, the inevitable large and small family feuding that arises around politics, getting someone to be healthier, or trying to change screen time habits of wild, feral children. Loving myself and staying in touch with the wonder, humor, awe, and mystery present during many surreal gatherings also gives me permission to take a time out, create space when needed, stay present rather than distracted. Always important, but especially essential during hellish holidays, is to tell the truth about what makes me happy. I'm always fascinated by the Oxford Dictionary's custom of picking a word for the year. Last year, it was goblin mode, a slang term referring to a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. The 2023 word is riz, perhaps short for charisma, which is Gen Z slang for style, charm, or attractiveness, or the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Maybe I don't want to engage my riz, but would prefer goblin mode on some special day. Perhaps my ancient brain seeks a break from this high-tech world and would prefer staring at a fire as a form of celebration. We want to please our partners and family members, but not at the expense of ourselves. Self-care is not selfish. There is an Italian tradition this time of year, Ceppo di Natale, which literally means to make or receive a log. In current usage, it means an unasked for or unanticipated gift, some extra money in the December paycheck, a gift box for a worker and his family from the company, full of food products such as wine, oil, pasta, cheese, jams, and cookies. In the past, especially among farmers and country folk, a log so huge it needed two people to carry it was set aside some months before this time of year, preserved in a dry room. Then, on the 24th, it would be burnt as the family gathered. It would last for days because it was greased with pork fat or covered with ashes so it would not burn completely too quickly. This tradition likely started with pagan rites in the winter solstice. The ashes from the log were preserved in the house for good luck or to keep away bad spirits. A great example of wham, wonder, humor, awe, and mystery. Onward to blending old and new traditions with taking care of oneself at the forefront. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.